Hey everybody, Max Kevin here. It's the Betty Boopers podcast. You gotta be quiet, it's Betty Boopers time. The neighbors are sleeping, can't wake them up. I just moved into a new apartment, don't want to wake up the neighbors. Don't want to make them angry, what ride the day after you move in. They're like, oh my god, we got new neighbors. One of them is a white guy, he's not even Japanese. Fucking goddamn foreigners moving into my country. I hate these fucking white people. Not only that, he's fucking loud at night time. He's waking up little Hirohito and little Mariko. They're trying, they gotta go to kin, they gotta go to Yojian tomorrow. That means kindergarten. They gotta go to Yojian tomorrow. And they can't get any sleepy weepy because this goddamn white guy lives in the room. Anyway, anyway, uh, hey, what's going on, everybody? Uh, Max Kevin here. You know, it's been, it's been, uh, it's been a little while since my last podcast. You know, I've just been, uh, I've just been super busy. Really, it's been pretty, I've just been super busy. Here we are because I just moved to, uh, I just moved to a new place. Moved to a new place. You know, I've been talking about this. Talking about this, talking about moving recently, and uh, I ended up moving. So you know, last couple weeks just packing shit, you know, getting shit done, and uh, you know, putting stuff in boxes, you know, and uh, you know, then we moved, and uh, then I took the things out of the boxes. You know? So that was, uh, you know, that was my Friday. You know, no, no parties, just uh, just taking things out of boxes. I mean, like, where did I put my fucking I don't know. It must be in some other box. Oh my god! I gotta open more boxes, you know. Ah, uh, yeah. I, I had about uh, three boxes of stuff, and my lady friend had about twenty-seven boxes of stuff. You know, so that's a total of thirty boxes. You know, so. Uh. Anywho, we finally got that. Uh, we finally got that uh, all unloaded. You know, I was. Uh, I was unloading everything. Friday and Saturday. Now, man, yesterday I was just. Un- I was just unpacking. Pa- we we're just unpacking all day, dude. Woke up. Woke up. You know, started at 9 a.m., just started packing, finished at 9 p.m. It's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Unpacking, dude. And then I was, like, rearranging the furniture in the living room, you know, trying to get the arrangement, trying to get the, the feng shui. The feng shui. Is that what it's called? That's Chinese, right? That's not Japanese. We don't celebrate that here in Japan, all right? We don't celebrate dirty Chinese traditions over here in Japan, okay? We don't care about feng shui, all right? We care about the, the shrine to our grandparents that holds the spirits of the Oni that will turn into demons and come kill us if we don't, you know, burn incense. I don't, I don't really know, actually, what Japanese people do. Exactly. But uh, anyway, you know, I was trying to, uh, I was arranging the furniture there. That took like an hour, you know, trying to get it perfect, you know. We, uh, you know, we had a, we had it all laid out there, you know, and then I just, I just kind of looked at it. I was like, well, this isn't, you know, this, I gotta, I gotta open this. I mean, so anyway, you know. Finally got that perfect, you know. It's pretty good. I'm a pretty good interior designer, no big deal. You know, if anybody anybody wants me to design the layout of their room, you know, you should probably hire me, you know, because, uh, I mean, I don't get paid to do comedy, you know, so no one no one ever pays me to do any comedy, so maybe you could pay me to, you know, rearrange your room. Pretty good at that. Pretty good at that. You know, uh, yeah, besides that, you know, I ordered a, uh, I ordered a desk on Amazon, I ordered a chair on Amazon, I ordered a pull-up bar on Amazon so I can get fucking buff for summer, dude. Got a pull-up bar, you know, I don't have a park next to my apartment anymore where I can go do pull-ups on rings and the little kids can look at me like, I'm one of those things, and like, don't touch my rings, little kid, you know. I don't have that anymore, I have to, uh, got my own pull-up bar, you know. 
Anywho, I was putting my putting my desk together today. I was a pain in the ass yesterday. Actually, you know, it's got all these different screws and stuff. Oh god, such a pain in the ass putting shit together. Then I had to put my chair together. I just had to put a bunch of shit together, you know. Then we bought this bought this ceiling fan, you know. I bought this ceiling fan at Costco. Thought it was pretty good. Looked pretty neat. I was like, hey, a ceiling fan. I like those. I have, I had those back in America, and they were great, you know. So we got this ceiling fan, and that that took a fucking hour to install. Jesus Christ, that was so annoying, man. I, if if I knew it was gonna be that annoying to install that ceiling fan, I never would have done it. You know, it's like basically like like you know they got these they got these things in the ceiling, you know, to put the lights or whatever. You know, Japan has like all these, I guess ceiling ceiling lights, ceiling electricity hubs. You know, there's like six different kinds. But basically every house has one of these six different kinds, you know, types of plugs in the ceiling. And so, uh, you know, this this fan, you know, it's built it's built to go in, in whatever kind of ceiling, you know. So it's, it's got this metal plate that you're supposed to screw into it. And it's got like all these different holes and shit for all the different models, you know. So, you know, you don't really know which hole you're supposed to be, you know. And it's got these different screw sizes too. So you don't, you don't know which screw you're supposed to use. You don't know what hole you're supposed to put in, you know. You're like a little 12-year-old virgin boy. Just like, I don't know where to put my penis. Do I put it in your ear? Oh, my God. I don't know. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so I was like, fucking, I screwed in these screws at first, and they were like the wrong ones, and they were the wrong size, and they were like too big, and they got stuck, and then I had to fucking, oh, God, it was such a pain in the ass, dude. It was such, and like the instructions didn't, weren't really clear. There's like four different holes, and you're supposed to screw in these one, two, these two holes that are, Connected to the thing that's connected to the ceiling, and there's another metal plate that goes below that. You're supposed to screw into that too, but it doesn't tell you what order to do it in. And if you screw it in the metal plate first, you can't screw it in the the ceiling one. I said, "Oh God, oh God, oh God!" You know, it was a it was a learning experience. I guess it was a it was a fun learning experience. It was it was a good it was I learned a lot about how to install ceiling fans. You know, so anyway, I turned the ceiling fan on there. You know. Turn off full power there. It's like the it's 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 like a light breeze, it's like this full power ceiling fan. It's just like a light breeze, man. Paid two hundred bucks for this fucking thing. It's a light breeze, fucking bullshit, dude. I mean, I'm definitely not never gonna take it back because then I'd have to uninstall it from the ceiling, and that'd be even more of a pain in the ass. And it's like, oh god. So I guess uh, you know. It looks nice, you know. Really compliments the living room. You know, we also got a rug. Really ties the room together. We still need to get a dining table, though. Thinking about, thinking about looking at tables, you know. You know, just me and the lady friend going out on a nice Saturday afternoon, just looking at tables. You know, just looking. Oh, look at these chairs. Oh, look at this. Oh, it's got a little. Oh, isn't that cute? Wouldn't that? Don't you think that would look cute in the in little nook? We could have a little bref- breakfast nook. We just have a little morning breakfast nook with this little, this cute little table. It's, uh, you can put your, you can put, we could, we could put little, little poetry books on the, on the table there, you know, so you could, in the morning, you could have your little, your little cup of espresso there on the, in the breakfast nook, you know, enjoy a Danish, you know, and just read some, read some, uh, contemporary poetry, you know, little cute little nook there, you know, so we're, uh, I haven't found a table yet, you know. I haven't found a table yet, you know, I'm, I'm pretty, uh, I'm pretty, I just want to go for, like, the basic table, you know, pretty basic standard table, but, you know, 
my uh, my lady friend there, you know, she's uh, I think she's channeling Ty- Tyler Durden there, you know. She's uh, she's wondering what kind of dining set defines her as a person. You know? So. Uh, oh, anyway, my my good. My, I guess we might get the yin yang table like uh, like Fight Club, you know. Anywho, anywho, you know, of course, uh, also this uh, this uh, apartment we moved into, you know, it's got a little yard there. It's got a little yard there. No one no one has lived here for a year, you know. And uh, so the yard was uh, fucking overgrown. It had a year of a year of weeds and shit and bushes. Not not just weeds and grasses, but fucking full on full on bushes, you know, like the vines had turned in like hard wood almost, you know. So I was like, uh, I got this like mini skiff, you know. I was just cutting down all the bushes there, in the yard there for like fucking three hours today. I was cutting, cutting down all the plants. And then we got the, we got this little electric lawnmower, and fucking and I used the thing, and pretty much. Pretty much trimmed the whole, I trimmed the whole yard there, you know. And I'm thinking, oh, I'll give it one more, I'll give it another once over, you know, just for good measure, you know. And uh, uh I don't know, I, I ran over something. I don't know the fucking, the engine on the goddamn lawnmower starts making this high pitched noise, you know. And the thing starts smoking a little bit, and then it just won't turn on anymore. It's like, oh god damn it, this fucking lawnmower, it fucking broke first time I used it. It's fucking bullshit, dude. Goddamn lawnmowers. You guys ever see that movie, The Lawnmower Man? I never saw it either. You know, anyway, uh... I have watched a bunch of movies, I think, and recently. But I think I'll make a different podcast about that, you know? Little movie review podcast. You know, of course, uh, there was some fights today. I don't really... I, uh, Holly Holm, 40-year-old Holly Holm, was uh, fighting, uh, I don't know, some other girl that was 30 years old. And the, uh, the other girl was plus 200 there. I looked at that fight and I was like, okay, this girl's 30 years old. Holly Holm's 40 years old, you know? How can this How can this one girl be the underdog? How can anyone... She's a 40-year-old woman. How can, she, how can she be a fair... How bad is this other woman? How bad does she have to be, you know? She's ranked fifth. Holly Holm's ranked second. And she's 40 years old. Yeah. So I, uh... I bet on the other girl. And, uh... Well, I won that one. I won that one. That was cool. That was good for me. Apparently, uh, everyone had it for Holy Home, but the judges gave it to me, which is good, you know? It was a good bet. Good bet to win. Good bet to win. Oh, I'm so sleepy. Oh, man. Oh, man. Yeah, I was so tired. I was so tired. God, my back hurt so bad. My back hurt so bad yesterday, you know? So I'm like, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to take a bath. I'm going to take a nice hot bath, you know? And apparently, this uh, this new place we're in, man. It's got this. It's got this fucking state-of-the-art little bathtub thing. It's like in Japan, the uh, most, most most of the bathrooms here have like a bathtub shower unit that's like all one unit. It's like one big piece of plastic. And uh, well, mine was made by Panasonic. No big deal, you know. My bathroom's made by Panasonic. You should be jealous, you know. Anyway, my lady friend's telling me she's like, "Oh yeah, if you want to take a bath, you just gotta press this button, and the fucking the bathtub fills up with water." That's the right temperature. You don't even have to do anything. You just press this button. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Well, it's fucking 2022. Holy shit! This is this the most amazing technology I've ever seen? You just press a button, the bathtub fills up, the the correct amount of water, the correct temperature. Holy fucking shit, dude! Holy shit! This bath, this is future bathtub. Back to the future. I don't, I don't need a time machine. I'm living in the future right now with this goddamn bathtub. It's a self-filling bathtub, you know. 
Uh, and also, and also, this bathroom we have it has a it has like a sauna, a steam sauna. You press the button, and out of the roof there, out of the ceiling, it just starts spitting out steam. Uh, I'm like, fuck yeah, dude! I didn't even realize I was wanted a sauna. Now I got one. I didn't even realize I had one, but I got one. You know, so that was great. You know, I turned on the sauna, turned on the bathtub. You know, got got in the bathtub. You know, sat in the bathtub with the sauna. Oh, it's so good. Huh? It was so good that after that I took a cold shower uh, and all my, I, cu- I couldn't believe it. All my back pain went away. My whole body hurt so bad. But after that, after that shower, it's like I felt I never felt so good. I was like, oh my god, oh my god, baths are baths are amazing. <laughs> uh, so I definitely I definitely recommend taking a bath if your body hurts. Oh, it's great. I couldn't believe it. You know, I was like, oh my, I, you know, like like my back hurt so bad. I was like massaging it. You know, doing the foam roller and stuff. Nothing was hurting. But that taking a bath, oh, that was great, man. All the all my pain was gone, you know. All my pain was gone. Even my childhood trauma, it was gone. You know, I couldn't remember any of it. You know. Anyway, uh, yeah, it takes all your pain away. Uh, yeah, so I recommend doing that. You know, I told my lady friend, I was like, oh my god, I, I never realized baths are awesome. She's like, yeah, that's why Japanese people always take baths. I'm like, yeah, okay. Well, we should get some Epsom salt, huh? Don't you think so? We should let's upgrade this bath, dude. So next time I do it, I'm going to put some Epsom salt in there. You know? Get my skin nice and tingly. I don't exactly know what Epsom salt does, but, uh, you know, apparently people put it in bathtubs. So so that's what I'm going to do there. That's what I'm going to do there. You know, of course, uh, last week I did a little I did a little comedy, a little open mic comedy on Monday. Then I did uh, more open up Japanese comedy on Tuesday. You know? kind of forgot how hard Japanese comedy is, man. It's fucking hard, dude. It's way harder than doing comedy in English. And comedy in English is hard. But Japanese comedy is super hard. Oh, God. Oh, it's so hard. You know, because you just... I mean, you basically, like, you write these jokes and, like, some of the vocabulary words you don't know yet, you know? Like, you're using, like... Like, I had a joke about a thorax, you know? Like, a, the thorax of a bee or an insect, you know? And I had to look up that word. It's kyoko, you know? But I don't know, I don't know if, like, my intonation's right, because, of course, in Japanese, intonation is also very important, you know? So if I say kyoko, or kyoko, or kyoko, or, you know, kyoko, you know? So I don't know what the intonation is, you know? So I'm just saying kyoko, you know? I don't even know. It could be a different word, you know? Like, if you, like the word uh, for, ha- for, for, for bridge and chopsticks. You know, chopsticks are hashi, and bridge is hashi. I don't know which one is which, you know? I don't know the intonation of either of them, but uh, if you say hashi, 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 I think maybe hashi is uh, is bridge and hashi. Yeah, hashi is chopsticks. Hashi is bridge. I think maybe I don't know. Ask a Japanese person. But anyway, you know, you write these jokes and like there's all these different vocabulary words you don't know. So like part of it is just like, you know, you gotta re- remember the vocabulary words. You know. You you, you got to remember what you're saying. It's hard enough to do that in English, you know? but in Japanese it's hard, you know. So yeah, I just got up there and like it's like you can't even really perform. You know, you're you can't perform at all because you're just trying to remember the words exactly. Yeah? And it was it's actually you know it, it's really difficult. It's really difficult, but it's actually very good. It I think it makes me like a much better much better comedian in English, you know, because uh, it just makes you write, joke, write jokes differently, think about jokes differently, think about the audience, you know, what the audience finds funny, because Japanese people find different things funny, you know, like mostly stupid stuff, 
you know, Japanese people like a lot of stupid stuff. They love puns. And, uh, you know, they love making fun of Chinese people. You know, so, uh... Yeah, if you're ever doing comedy in Japanese and you lose the audience, just say, Oh, man, fucking Chinese people, huh? You know, and that'll, that'll get them back on your side, you know? And uh, if you really lose them, you're like, Oh, yeah, fucking Korean people, too, huh? Those fucking Chinese and Korean people suck, huh? You know, that's how you win. That's how you win the audience back over, you know, anyway. You know, so I... You know, I realized something about doing comedy in English from doing comedy in Japanese. is that, you know, when you're doing it in Japanese, you got to memorize the words, right? And then you got to practice that so many times to where you, you don't have to think about the words anymore, you know? You know them so well that you don't have to think about them. And then, and then you can actually focus on the performance of it, you know, after you know the words so well that they don't require any of your any of your thinking, and that, and the exact same thing translates over to, to English comedy as well, you know? Like, the first time you perform a joke, you're trying to figure out the wording, trying to figure out how to say it, what to say it, where to, where to put the punchline, you know, how to, how, how long to pause and all that shit, and as soon as you figure out the words themselves, then you can focus on the performance itself, you know? And then eventually, it becomes, you, you practice and do it so much that you're not thinking about it at all as you're doing it. And that's when, that's when you reach, you know, that's when you reach the, uh, what did Goku get to? Not Super Saiyan. He got to, uh, in the new one, in Dragon Ball Super. You know, he got Super Saiyan, then he got Super Saiyan 2, then he got Super Saiyan 3, then he got Super Saiyan 4. Actually, did he get Super Saiyan 4? No, that was in GT. Yeah, he never got Super Saiyan 4 in, in, in uh, Dragon Ball Super. He, he just became Super Saiyan God. And then he got Ultra Instinct. That's what it was. Then he turned gray and got Ultra Instinct. Yeah? And that's what happens with comedy. When you, when you know a bit so well, you've performed it so many times, you just go into Ultra Instinct. And that's when you can finally sort of be yourself on stage. And sort of, as Bruce Lee liked to say, truly, honestly express yourself. You know? and, uh, and you know what's weird is when you're on stage doing it in front of an audience, they can tell. They know... And I, and I see this so many times when I watch other comics, too. Like, you can tell if they're reading a script. It just seems like they're reading a script and giving a speech. They're not, like, actually talking to the audience in conversation mode. And that's and that's what you got to do with jokes, is you go from this speech mode where you, you're, you're saying a memorized speech into a, you know, you're reading a memorized speech from a teleprompter. And then you switch into like a full-on conversation, one-way conversation with the audience, where you're totally being yourself. We are not. There's no facades. There's no. It's just you. You know. It's it's the real you. You know. That's the goal. That's the ultra instinct of comedy. And you can only get, you can only do that by practicing, a cosmic a bunch of times. You know. You can only do that by practicing a bunch of times, in front of a different different audience. You know. Yeah, of course, I'm, I'm a little disappointed, you know, and, uh, last time I went to Tokyo, Tokyo Comedy Bar, the new, the new, uh, you know, it's good, there's, there's open mics every week there, but there's not really, it's still mostly only comics, you know, no, no tourists, there's no tourists in Japan, but, uh, the other, the other white people that live here don't really, aren't really coming either, you know. I don't know, I've talked to the owner about some strategies, trying to get some more people there, but I don't know, I don't know if he wants to listen to anything I say, you know, probably not. 
Probably not. No one likes to listen to anything I say. You know, I don't know. Even even these people who listen to this podcast the only way out. Yeah, so now I moved into my new place here. You know, I'm going to try to... I, I got my own room now, you know. My lady friend, she's in her own room, you know. So we, we won't be in the same room all the time, you know. So uh, I'm going to try to make... I'm going to try to make a podcast every day again. I try to... Maybe... I mean, this one's kind of a medium cutie podcast. You know, it's already 20 minutes. Looking at this. I, I'm not, but I'm going to try to make a podcast every day. It's maybe 5 to 10 minutes. And, uh, well, maybe not tomorrow. I don't know. I might be busy tomorrow, yeah. But, uh, and I know I've said that a lot, you know. I know I've said I'm, I'm going to get back to making podcasts every day. And, uh, I know you probably know a lot of crackheads that say, uh, they're going to quit smoking crack anytime soon, you know. And then they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to quit crack now, man. This is it, dude. I've never smoked crack again. This is it, man. I'm going to be clean sober for the rest of my life. I've never... Never touching that stuff, man. I found Jesus Christ, man. I just got that's all I need is God. I'll never do drugs again. That's the devil doing drugs. I'll never do that. I'm gonna be clean and sober for the oh my god, where's my crack pot? Give me that crack, you know. Uh I know that's kind of how I've been with the uh the podcast there, you know. I know I've said I've been better and I haven't been better, but this time I actually made it. This time I made it. Please believe me. You know, so anyway, uh I, I think I might try to actually make a video podcast too there, you know. I don't know. I don't know, all depends what I have to eat, what I have to drink. You know, so anyway, thanks for listening. Maybe I'll see you tomorrow.